Hi everyone, welcome back to a new episode on All the Cool Kids Are Vegan podcast. I'm Farah, your host. Uh, welcome back. And this time I've got a solo episode, which I've not done yet on this podcast. So I'm excited to just be one-on-one, me talking to you guys. And um, yeah, and I'm specifically excited because I'm going to be talking about my own vegan journey, which like I've been posting so much about veganism online, etc., etc., and I've realized no one actually knows about my own vegan journey um, and why I transitioned towards veganism and how I've become so passionate about it now. So yeah, I'm just going to be sharing my whole journey on today's episode. So get ready. Um, and what's special about it is that this month marks my three-year vegan anniversary. I turned vegan in August 2020, and this is now August 2023, which means three years. Happy vegan anniversary to me. Um, turning vegan, you know, changed my life. I've not, I'm not the same person that I used to be in 2019. Like a year before turning vegan, like I was just. Also, I never thought I would be vegan. So me being vegan now and like me just being such a better person than who I used to be. I don't know. Like veganism has just completely transformed my life. So I'm excited to talk about it today. Um, And yeah, it's actually so crazy. I mean, maybe some people relate who are vegan. Um, They can relate to their pre-vegan self and like how, you know, unconscious we were. And it's just so crazy to kind of look back and see that unconsciousness, you know, um, when it comes to buying animal products or buying leather, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Actually, that's actually pretty interesting, too, is that um, this month also marks me um, selling my leather items, which like I didn't like last year. I didn't think about it much about selling my leather items, but then um, I've just become like. I've just realized that I, I'm not comfortable wearing leather anymore. Um, I used to think that, you know, I bought these leather items before I was vegan and I'm just not going to buy any new leather items. That was my way of like looking at it where it was like, okay, um, yes, I'm vegan and I still own leather, um, but I'm not going to buy new leather. Like that was kind of the way I was looking at it. But now for me to like still wear leather and like walk around town wearing like a leather bag, I don't know, it's, it bugs me a lot. So um, I've decided to sell all my leather bags. So this now three years vegan, super vegan, as in I'm s- selling my leather bags, not JK. And um, yeah, I turned vegan in 2020. It was quarantine. And um, I was living with my brother. I was living with my whole family. We were all living together again, which we hadn't done in a while because we were all studying, etc. And then in quarantine, we're all living together. And um, my brother was vegan for a year already. He turned vegan in 2019. And um, first of all, when he turned vegan, I didn't get it. Like I was like, why are you vegan? Why would you ever cut out certain um, certain like products from your diet? Why would you? Why would you not just eat everything that we can eat? You know, like I didn't, I was so unconscious. Like I did not make the connection at all, uh, which is really interesting for me to like look back upon. And actually, to be honest, um, Rafi, my brother's name. So Rafi was quite, he wasn't that vocal about being vegan. Um, Like I just remember him making some sly comments in the kitchen because we had eggs. And then like, I remember him saying something like, oh, because you have eggs, baby chicks die. And like, I just, I didn't get it. Like, I didn't think that was true. I was just like, what are you saying? Like, <laughs> like just remember that and just like not really understanding. Like, if that was true, I was just like, no, like, that's not true at all. Like, I don't know. That was just pretty unconscious me, you know, um, not being aware at all of what's happening in the industries, etc. So, yeah, so that was 
Uh, my brother was my introduction to veganism and we were all living together in quarantine and we were eating a lot of family meals that were all plant-based. Like for dinner, every day we'd all get together and have like a plant-based meal with the four of us. So I was already like accidentally plant-based, plant-based I would say. I was like eating I think almost 100% plant-based in quarantine. Um, and there came a point where um, I was obviously not consciously plant-based or vegan. So I wasn't, um, I would still eat things here and there. And I ordered like outside food and I ordered this acai bowl that had granola. No, it wasn't granola. It was um, salted caramel nuts that you could put on the acai bowl. Very e- extra. But yeah, <laughs> so I um, ordered these with it and I ate those. And I think the dairy content of that salted caramel was like so heavy that like I became so nauseous after eating it. And like I had ordered like extra. So like I had a lot and I ate like almost everything. And then I gave the rest to my dad because I was like, I can't eat this. Can you finish it? And I was like, be careful, though. It's really heavy. So anyway, so (laughs) he only took a bit and he was like, oh, yeah, like it's quite nasty. But yeah, so that made me so nauseous. That made me like so, so nauseous that I wanted to like throw up and I remember just saying like okay like I'm gonna go vegan now too like I'm gonna go plant-based I'd say not vegan um I was like I'm gonna go plant-based too because like I can't I don't want to eat anything that makes me feel this nauseous and obviously dairy can really do that to you especially because I was already accidentally plant-based in a way that I was not eating a lot of dairy so having that um heavy dairy dish impacted me more because I was already kind of um detoxing from dairy so my body wasn't used to it anymore so when I had that it immediately like I was more sensitive towards it so when I had it I was immediately like um just wanted to throw up and it impacted me so much I was like I don't want to eat something that makes me feel this way so um let me just cut out as well dairy and eggs I guess too because I didn't eat much eggs by then but yeah so then I decided to cut out animal products And then after making that conscious decision to cut out animal products from my diet is when I actually learned about the industries, about what happens to animals. Um, So it took me turning vegan for health to become vegan for the animals. Um, Yeah, and like it's sad to see that, that that I didn't turn vegan for the animals because that is obviously the most important part of being vegan or the most important reason to be vegan. Um, So like that makes me sad that like I didn't like turn vegan for animals um right away but I think it took me turning vegan for health to kind of look into what what do we do to animals and like because I was not consuming these products maybe then I was more open to it to figuring out like what it is that happens to animals so I started like following vegan pages online and I started seeing a lot of videos and that's when I learned what happens to animals and that's when I consciously made the decision of like what happens to animals is so wrong that no animal product um, can ever be worth what we do to animals and that's when I really turned vegan vegan you know what I mean not just plant-based like vegan um and then I think like a year went by and I was just a bit of a quiet vegan I was not really talking too much about what happens to animals I was just vegan that was my diet that was what I ate and um yeah and took me like a year into being vegan to like really want to spread um information online about it and like I started like sourcing content um last year like March is when I started being really passionate about sharing information and I started this Instagram page called all the cool kids are vegan and I was going to make it like a vegan information page like sharing reposting vegan content but I was not going to put my name on there because I was too scared to like 
because veganism, because you know, it can uh, people have their opinions. So I was like, when I if I start a page, I don't want their opinions to be directed at me. I'll have it be directed at the page, not at me. So then <laughs> I started like this separate page on Instagram to share their content, so that if people had opinions, they wouldn't be like talking to me. They would be talking to the page. That was like, I was like scared. You know what I mean? <laughs> so then um, once. I I did that for like two or three months only and doing that like posting on the page made me realize how passionate I am because I just wanted to continue posting I was continuously sourcing and uh, I was really excited about like making that page big and that's when I also had like a career shift where I was like not sure anymore about what I want to do and I've always been had a passion for media with my YouTube I had already had my YouTube I had a podcast before this one um so I was really excited about YouTubing, podcasting, etc. And I was like, you know what? Like, I'm so passionate about veganism. Let's combine these passions of media and let's become a vegan influencer. <laughs> I was like, let me, um, yeah, I was like, let's do this, which is now June last year. So it's been over a year that I changed, basically, I changed my username to Far Vegan and I started posting those contents, started posting like a reel a day about vegan food. Um, about the animals and then it has transitioned me to like now being very very conscious about what it is that I want to post content about I want to just share information about the industries what happens to animals everything's behind closed doors and I got to bring that information out there because no one ever told me about it which I'm so sad about that like I wish there was or maybe it did happen but I wasn't open to it but I don't remember there being like a video about the dairy industry or something like I wish I would have been, uh, I would have seen that earlier. So I want to be that person for future, um, how do you say that? Uh, that person that I didn't have, I want to be that for other people to like tell them about what happens and maybe plant a seed of like, um, of how else we can function in society that we, where we don't have to harm animals, you know, that to show them that there is another way and just to inform them on what happens because I wasn't informed basically. Um, so yeah, I went pretty fast through that whole thing and um, I think I missed out a lot of <laughs> more information that was pretty fast on my vegan journey. Um, but I did want to share more about how like I used, like what my diet used to be because I did like used to eat everything actually. Basically, I was raised in Amsterdam in the Netherlands. Um, so we ate a lot of like cheese, um, we ate eggs and my dad's side of the family was very meat heavy. So I used to eat chicken, um, I ate like uh, beef sometimes, Not was not a big fan. I uh, never ate as much seafood, by the way. I hate, like I've always hated seafood because it tasted like the sea and I just always hated it. And um, I used to, so I'm a Pisces, which is like fish in Dutch. Like the, in, in Dutch, the star sign, the actual name of Pisces is fishes. So when I was like little, like I don't know how little, like... I don't know, seven, eight, nine, ten, I don't know, something like this, I would just say, no, I don't want to eat fish because I'm a fish. And that was my excuse. But in reality, I just hated the taste. <laughs> but I do love that saying of I don't eat fish because I'm a fish. Um, because I'm a fish, I'm a Pisces. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so my diet consisted of pretty much like everything and still quite dairy heavy, if I can say, because I think being like in Amsterdam, like the cheese is pretty big in the culture of Dutch culture um, but my grandparents from my mom's side they were vegetarian for a long time um, my mother was actually raised vegetarian by my grandma 
Um, so she never ate a lot of meat because she would at home they'd eat vegetarian food and when she was out she could choose to eat meat but my mom never really uh, wanted to eat much meat so me and my brother were also raised more on like um, vegetables vegetable proteins versus um, meat like at, at home like um, what my mom cooked for me and my brother um, and my dad's side of the family my dad's eats meat and um, his family is very meat heavy so that's his culture um, but he's almost try we're trying to get him plant-based <laughs> um, he just eats a little bit of meat still which is not great but you know we are not here I'm not here to change anyone I'm thankful that my direct family is quite vegan like my brother and mother and grandparents so if my dad um Maybe my dad will turn vegan. Who knows? I'll keep you guys updated. But yeah, so then um, my grandparents were vegetarian for a while and um, they turned vegan when my grandfather, he developed uh, prostate cancer about five years ago. And um, he was vegetarian for like 40 years, right? So then it was pretty clear that like dairy and eggs, which are like hormonal foods, can be like the cause of prostate and, and breast cancer. So he, when he got discovered that he got prostate cancer, uh, my grandparents, they cut out all animal products from their diet. So no more dairy and no more eggs. Um, and he did the treatment and he got cleared of prostate, ca prostate cancer. Um, but yeah, so they stayed vegan after that as well. So they turned vegan and they stay, are still vegan. Um, bless them. And um, just to go back to me and my diet is that um, I, what I remember from myself is that like uh, when I moved out to go to uni um, at 18, I had, I was living by myself for the first time, which meant I was cooking for myself actually like um, for the first time just for myself. So I remember buying chicken from the supermarket because I wanted to make fajitas. And that was my first time like buying chicken and I had to like clean the, the meat. <laughs> And it had like all these like white stuff. And I got like so disgusted um, that at, after that, and I was like, I think 18 or 19, after that, I never cooked chicken at home ever. So that was kind of like, I then I only ate it out, but I never cooked it in my own house. So that kind of shows already how we're just like, or at least I was just so not inclined towards meat and like that I found the raw meat like so disgusting because I don't think I'd ever seen no, I've seen, I've probably seen it, but I'd not actually put my hands on raw meat before that, you know what I mean? Um, so yeah, that was so disgusting. So I remember that I was like, I think I was 19. And um, after that, I just, uh, I was like mostly vegetarian and I would eat meat very rarely at like Nando's or Chipotle. <laughs> um, yeah, pretty much. But dairy was heavy though, because I remember actually also once, <laughs> I'm just like remembering in instances now. I remember um, at Chipotle, I the dairy, um, sorry, not the dairy, but I mean, yes, the dairy, but the the cream, the sour cream, there we go. The sour cream was so nasty because I remember once one employee at um, Chipotle put like a whole lot of sour cream on my burrito and like I wanted to throw up, like I was eating, like that was too much sour cream and like that like those instances just like remind me and it like it shows you that dairy is so heavy for our body and like we've been grown up like eating dairy so our bodies like um 
we're used to it right but like there's instances like with that too much sour cream where you just like get nauseous and it's like too much and like that kind of shows you that it's it's not good for you you know um and now having not had dairy for like three years um i cannot with dairy like like i think like i think people ask you like people can ask me like oh would you ever cheat on your diet and like first of all i would never buy animal products because i don't want to support the industry but i also can never even put it in my mouth because um like my body will react like i'm so sensitive now that i will like throw up <laughs> okay no i won't maybe i won't throw up but i will like not be happy at all with eating it like i'm sure my body will react to it like i'm just so sensitive now um actually there's another funny instance with my mom there's vegan donuts here in dubai and uh she one time ordered the wrong ones so she ate like normal donuts and she actually threw up like that was really sad <laughs> she basically threw up and then she blamed on the sugar which like fair enough sugar is really bad as well but um my brother was like are you sure that they were the vegan donuts and not the normal ones and she checked the uh like the delivery uh order and it turned out yeah that was the normal donuts not the vegan one so then we're like okay well that's why you threw up <laughs> that's such a crazy instance but yeah so even though like we didn't go heavy on the meat i did like make a conscious decision to go vegetarian in 2020 as like a new year's resolution and then six months seven months eight months later is when i like transitioned towards veganism and um i actually remember the first post i made like publicly announcing that i'm vegan which was like um, I think six months after that, as uh, in December 2020, I put like a, um, an Instagram post which said that um, vegans are like adults. First you hate them, then you become one yourself and realize they were right all along, which I resonate so much with because, and I put the caption also on that, I put um, best decision I made in 2020. So which meant like no turning vegan. But um, I resonate with that line so much is like because I used to deny you know, my brother being vegan, like, I used to be like, oh, no, like, why is he vegan, like, etc. Like, I was like, I didn't understand why he was vegan, right? I didn't hate my brother, <laughs> but it was, like, this annoying thing that he was vegan or something. I don't know, it was really weird, but, yeah, so I resonated with that line, um, and then you become one yourself and realize they were right all along, so this is for Rafi, that I become one myself, and I realize he was right all along, literally. <laughs> And it was a slide post, and the other one was why vegan, and it had like, um, I think it was a repost by vegan.meme, and it said why vegan, one, animals feel fear and pain, two, if it's wrong to eat a dog, it's wrong to eat a cow, three, heart disease, our number one killer, four, cancer, our number two killer, five, the grain used for livestock would feed the world's hunger, six, meat is worse for global warming than cars, seven, a cow's milk was created for her calf. So it really just summed up all the reasons to be vegan right so then i put the first post was vegans are like adults and then the second swipe was like why vegan to kind of make people realize that there's so many reasons to be vegan um literally animals health environment um yeah so <laughs> i put that as like the first post on me being vegan and after that i remember putting in my bio that i, I was vegan um and now I'm literally at for a vegan, so I'm like so vegan now, and I'm so happy to be vegan because it changed me completely. I've like I've become so like compassionate and caring towards like all life, which like I think when you're unconscious, um, pre-vegan, you're also just unconscious for a lot of things. Like you're unconscious for 
I don't know, you just don't realize a lot that's happening in the world and, and what we contribute to um, as individuals. And then once you turn vegan, you like that opens up your eyes, it opens up this whole different world that like I didn't know I was contributing to. When it comes to even leather, you know, like the toxins that are used in the dye, it impacts the employees who are working there. Um, like it just impacts so much. Like even vegan is like animal products also impact the people who work in farms, the people who work in slaughterhouses. Um, it's not a fun job. Imagine to be surrounded by blood all day. Um, no one wants that. So like you're just um, you just realize that you know actions our actions do have consequences even if we don't think they do. And yeah, so turning vegan just like opened up this whole different compassionate side of me that. Yeah, I don't, um, I, I never thought I'd, I'd be this way, but I am now and I'm loving it. I'm, I'm, I'm loving being vegan. With that, I'll end this podcast episode and I want to thank you all for listening to me, sharing a bit about my story, my vegan journey, about my family, about my life, literally. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm so passionate about helping others towards veganism now too, by informing them. I hope to be able to help them soon. I hope to um, write like a how to vegan um, ebook so I can help others with their transition. So keep a lookout on that. That will be available soon. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you again for tuning in and I will see you um, in the next one. And yeah, happy V-anniversary to me. If you want to wish me, you can comment on this podcast and wish me a happy V-anniversary. <laughs> we can all have some vegan cake together. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I will see you soon. Bye.